Hello, this is Gurmeh here from newsandry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 4th of August. It was another day of chaos in both houses of parliament today as the opposition continued to protest over the violence in Manipur. In the Rajya Sabha, a notice was moved under Rule 176 to discuss atrocities in Rajasthan following the alleged gang rape and murder of a 14-year-old. The Treasury benches demanded the discussion but the leader of the opposition suggested raising the issue in the Rajasthan assembly instead. Both houses were adjourned till noon amid the protests. Upon resuming the Lok Sabha quickly passed the Indian Institute of Management Amendment Bill 2023 and the Inter-Services Organisation's Command Control and Discipline Bill 2023 amid opposition sloganeering. The National Research Foundation Bill and Private Members Bills were also introduced in the house. As the monsoon session's end approaches, the government and the opposition are trying to break the prolonged logjam in the Rajya Sabha regarding the debate on the Manipur situation. Both sides have agreed to have a debate under Rule 176, but the opposition remains insistent on the presence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi in the house. Meanwhile, outside Parliament, BRS MPs stage protests over the Manipur issue and the Delhi Services Bill demanding its withdrawal. A massive flash flood hit Gorikund on the route to Kedarnath in Uttarakhand late Thursday night. So far, three people are confirmed dead, while 16 remain missing. The flash floods and landslides were triggered by heavy rains, wiping away at least three shops. Rescue efforts are underway, with the NDRF and SDRF forces working to locate the missing individuals and assess the extent of the damage. Following the incident, Uttarakhand Chief Minister Pushkar Singh Dhami also arrived at the disaster control room to oversee the relief and rescue operations. The NDRF and SDRF teams are faced with considerable challenges due to ongoing heavy rains and boulders falling from the hillsides. Authorities are also gathering information about the missing individuals, some of whom are believed to be from Nepal. Among those missing are the Bora family, including Amar Bora, his wife Anita Bora, their daughters Radhika Bora and Pinky Bora, and sons Prithvi Bora, Jatil and Vakil. Additionally, a staff member and the owner of two shops that were washed away are also unaccounted for. The Archaeological Survey of India initiated a scientific survey of the Gyanwapi Mosque premises in Varanasi today. The survey is aimed at determining whether the 17th century mosque was built on the remains of a Hindu temple. The ASI team, accompanied by representatives of the Hindu petitioners, began the survey at 7 a.m. under tight security. However, members of the Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid committee, who were also supposed to participate, boycotted the survey. The survey is expected to last for 5 to 6 days with the plaintiffs and their lawyers present on site throughout the process. The Muslim side's lawyers decided not to participate citing a challenge to the survey's conduct in the Supreme Court. The Allahabad High Court had upheld the Varanasi District Court's order deeming the survey necessary in the interest of justice. Today, Delhi High Court directed that separatist leader Yasin Malik be virtually produced from jail in connection with the National Investigation Agency's plea in terror funding case. The NIA petition seeks the death penalty for Malik. The court allowed the jail superintendent's application citing security concerns modifying the earlier order that required Malik's physical presence. The Jammu and Kashmir Liberation Front chief serving a life term won't be present in person but will virtually be produced on 9th of August during the hearing. The NIA seeks the death penalty for Malik arguing that a terrorist pleading guilty and avoiding trial shouldn't receive life imprisonment. They emphasize Malik's role in spearheading terrorist activities and allege that he planned armed rebellion to undermine India's sovereignty. The trial court had awarded life imprisonment to Malik, stating that his crimes were not of the rarest of rare, warranting the death penalty. 
the NIA contests this and emphasizes the gravity of Malik's offenses, demanding capital punishment for acts of terrorism that challenge the nation's integrity. Overnight explosions were reported near the Russian post of Novorossiysk on the Black Sea. Social media footage showed the intense blast at the major Russian export hub. Russia's defense ministry stated that it thwarted a two-sea drones attack by Ukraine on its naval base at the port. But Russian ships guarding the outer harbor destroyed the drones. Following the attack, the port suspended ship movements temporarily. Sea drones are unmanned vessels operating on or beneath the water's surface. BBC Verify said that Ukraine has executed at least 10 attacks with sea drones, targeting military ships, Russia's naval base in Sevastopol and Novorossiysk harbor. Clashes in the region have escalated recently, especially after Russia abandoned the UN deal enabling safe grain export between Russia and Ukraine via the waterways. The situation remains tense as both sides have engaged in military actions, including downing Ukraine aerial drones over Crimea. Ukraine has yet to make a public statement regarding the reported attacks. Listeners, this year's torrential rains in Himachal Pradesh have caused the worst devastation ever seen. There have been over 100 fatalities, thousands of people stranded, properties severely damaged and estimated losses of 8,000 crore rupees. Many blame irresponsible construction practices for the destruction. The magnitude of this disaster in the hilly region raises questions. Was it a result of an extreme climate catastrophe? Could the government have responded more effectively? And what are the implications for other habitats in the country? Hridesh Joshi, an environmental journalist, aims to address these queries through video and ground reports in both Hindi and English. You can contribute to this NLCNA project to support us in telling the story. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.